Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, and oh, am I excited for this one, grit. Arturo, what is grit? God, grit is, uh, you know, the way that I've interpreted it, and uh, I think others have as well, it's, um, it really is the, the ability to uh, operate at a sustained level for, for a, a long period of time, right? And so how does, that, how does that actually happen? And where do people find these depths of motivation to be able to do these things? And so, um, you know, I think we're, we're going to get dive into it a little bit deeper. But, um, you know, for me, it's, it's always been, and I didn't really understand the concept, but it really has always been that intersection of, of, of purpose and passion. But, um, you know, it's, um, it's an essential component today in any discussion that you're having in leadership, because leadership is not for the faint of heart. It requires an, an immense amount of intensity and endurance to be able to be a leader that people are going to strive to be or that people are going to follow. And when I think about grit, I think about adversity and difficult times and getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So let's get to why this is important. And you know why this is important? Because how good are you when the times are the toughest? Are you going right. to give up? Or are you someone who's going to keep pushing forward? Because these are the real separators. And guess what? Grit, it's not sexy. It's ugly. No one wakes up in the morning and is like, oh, I cannot wait to work on my grit today. This is going to be so much fun. But guess what? Guess where champions are made of? Champions are made from grit, among other things. You hear mental toughness, these things that are about the resilience, the things that we actually admire the most about the best people in the world. So Arturo, why is grit so important? You know, because everything, everything I mean, listen, life, life is an endurance race. It is. Um, and everything that we do in, in corporate or entrepreneurial world is, is the same. There is, there are no layups. Okay. And there's not, there's not going to be a seasoned entrepreneur that's ever going to tell you that there is. And so, um, you know, every, every leader, every success, success story that we can talk about has somebody behind the curtain that had a tremendous amount of grit to actually move the purpose forward. And so it's, it's critical. It's critical. You, you have to be able to, for, to withstand and endure all the things that are going to come down the path in, in, you know, and even through life. I actually really even want to emphasize that we can talk about corporate America. We can talk about uh, entrepreneurship until we're blue in the face, but it's really, really important actually for people to understand the concept of actually using this just in life because life, uh, I don't believe was ever intended to be easy. I agree. And one quote that really is a due north for me is um, do what's difficult when it's easy. And you're like, well, why in the world would you want to do that, Rob? And unfortunately, given the current circumstances of where we are right now in the world, there is a lot of pain out there and there is a lot of adversity and there's a lot of difficult times right now. And for me, 
I like to say that I am someone that is made in difficult times. That is where I'm going to shine because that's where my leadership is going to be the best. And by me leading myself and working on that grit, it allows me to shine. And that shine is going to be able to go and help others. And it's something that sometimes if you don't work on it or you're not intentional about it, it's almost too late. And it's like, what happens when you get put into a situation in which you need grit? And that's what's really going to separate those who do from those who don't. Right. And it's, you know, people ask questions. It's like, where does, you know, where does grit come from? Um, you know, it, chances are people, if you're, if you're doing something that you don't love, uh, you're not going to have the sustained grit. So some people can do it. You know, obviously I think when, you know, when you talk about some of the, the physical challenges and things that, that you've pushed yourself to, you know, I can't imagine that you love it. You know, maybe you do. Maybe you love abusing yourself like that. But, Zero percent. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's um, you know, so, so there, there are, there is this ability to move through life, move through a chore, move through anything without having an, an insane amount of passion or adoration towards it and just getting it done. But I think that when you look at the, the stories of, uh, true grit and where those where that was actually used to win or to you know create something that was you know great is is where uh, people are doing something that feels purposeful and that purpose is really driving them to stay on course no matter you know no matter what comes their way and so um, you know grit comes from the idea that you have this purpose, it aligns with passion. And, and so that's a really an important concept. It's a really, really important concept. And, and I, I actually force in, you know, in my um, coaching sessions with, with, uh, with individuals, I always tell them before we even get started, I ask them to tell me what their purpose is. And um, I think that that's a, insanely difficult question to even answer it's it really is identifying the reason why you exist and so uh i don't know a lot of people that can actually spit that off just immediately because i think it really is uh, a life lived to determine what that is you know it's it's rare that somebody at an incredibly young age would know what that what your purpose in life is um, but it, but it happens, it exists, you know, um, I think from a very young age, I actually had some understanding that there was something that I was intended that I was put here to do. Okay. And so I spent literally, I would say 35, 40 years of my life really trying to understand what that, what that was. And so, you know, I think it's, it, I think it takes time. I think it really is a requirement for people to take that pause to really dive deep. And this is separate from passion. I, I, we all have passions. We have multiple passions, things we love. Um, purpose is forever. It is the thing that is unwavering. It is the thing that we are, again, uh, intended to do and why we were put here on this earth. So it's a very, very deep question. And so I force people to actually try to answer that question. And we work through these things. And a, a lot of times you can find purpose surrounding passion. 
passion, you can maybe take some backward steps and track it down. And through these passions, because we all gravitate to things that we love, right? And we've all found things that we're actually really, really good at because we have this insane love for them. And so we study it, we work hard at it. And so oftentimes you can find the purpose of your life is somewhere very close by. And I love this because this is a perfect segue to how you want to do it or how you want to work on it. Because guess what is part of my morning boot sequence to make me the person who I need to be on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I read is my purpose. It says my purpose in life is to build the world in my image. And by doing so, I am a positive force for good that leads others to what's possible. And for me, I always want to live on fire and, and I'm a creator and I, I love doing stuff. So I just want to build as much as I can. But in doing so, I want to show others what is possible to lead them to say, listen, if Rob can do this, whether it's what Rob is building or the various things that I'm doing all the way down to this podcast right there, if he can do this, well, guess what? So can I, because here's the thing, like everybody else, I started at zero. I wasn't just given all of this. And when I left my job, I was at zero. I had no relationships. No one knew who I was. I was at zero in the industry. And it is from that, that every morning, it just, boom, I get that intention and that awareness going. So let's talk about how else you want to do it and how to prepare for what's difficult when it's easy. And I've got a lot of different things that I could really share about this, but I'm going to give one that I've learned that's going to be uncomfortable for most people, but it works extremely well. And that is cold showers or cold water therapy. So Arturo, we would probably say that we would all like to have a little bit more courage in our lives, correct? Of course. Right. But here's the thing. How in the world do you work on courage? Like, I'm not just going to sit there at a four-way intersection and wait for an old lady to cross the street and jump in front of me like, oh, I was courageous today. It's just not realistic. But I want to consciously work on the grit. And this is something that I learned from Tony Robbins. But one thing that you can do on a daily basis that I've done for years is when you get into the shower, turn that shower to cold. And what I do is I spin around three times and I yell, courage. And you know why I do that? Because 100% of the time, when you turn that water onto freezing cold in the shower, it sucks. And you know what it really ends up becoming? A micro dose of courage for you. So maybe when you need to do a presentation for work, or you need to get in front of people and you're feeling all nervous, but guess what? You're making these little deposits in your micro courage bank. And I actually took that a step further as part of the Live Hard program that I did one of the things was taking a five-minute cold shower for 30 straight days. And when I mean cold, I mean freezing freaking cold. So if you want to work on your grit, I had to create an intentional boot sequence for how in the world I was going to take a five-minute cold shower because guess what? The second I got into that bathroom, I knew the monster that was about to lay in front of me. So I had to consciously create a playlist. No joke. I created a playlist of Bob Marley and other things. So I would be dancing and laughing in the shower, almost in a sadistic Joker like way, because it was so absurd and so cold. 
But guess what? It was one of the greatest things ever for me. And oh, by the way, there are actual um, health benefits to it, which is yeah. nice if you care about that. But I was doing it for the grit side of things. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you, um, you, so there's, there's a couple paths, right? There's a couple ways to, um, to exercise that. Again, so, you know, um, <clears throat> I, I realized that I actually didn't, you know, state what, what, what I feel my purpose is. And so, you know, it's really to bring, to empower and bring happiness to those around me is, is really what I've, what I've found. And I, I really came to this realization. It was about a year ago. It was, um, it was last June, but I, I started realizing that everything that I've done, at least in my adult life, and even for the most part, um, through my childhood was finding insane happiness in seeing other people happy. And so, you know, when I started, when, when you dive into the passions that you have and the career that you may have, and you find, you know, I found that, you know, every, every business that I currently own is derived off of experience. And so when you boil down experience, wh why do I get these highs off delivering experiences? Because I, I, I love seeing people happy. I love seeing, for me, a smile is, that is my electric charge. And so, um, you know, there's things that you can do. And you, you talked about some of the, the physical, really the physical challenges of creating this endurance. And I think the other thing is, you know, again, for me, a big part of this is, is soul searching. And it's really, I think everybody right now, if they actually sat down and started mapping out the things that they've done and the paths that they've taken throughout their life, whether it's a career or the decisions that they've made and where they live and who they married and, you know, all sorts of things that you can find, um, the, you can identify that, that purpose. And so, um, to me, it's, you know, I, I read, uh, um, I read something that actually fundamentally makes a lot of sense. And so in, in life, if we are, imagine trying to build a, a campfire where purpose is the, uh, are the, are the logs, the, 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 the wood that goes into the fire and where a match is passion. And so match the match sparks the flame with purpose being this underlying, uh, you know, foundation to that energy. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's extremely important to, to find, find the path, chase the passions, understand the purpose, but also be, you know, to the point that you were making, I mean, it is, it does require a level of physical stamina that, um, isn't something that people are just wake up and have. You have to build that scar tissue and understand that uh, there is no easy day. And if you ever experience an easy day, you should be uh, wary of it. <laughs> it's, life was never intended to be easy, but we can be happy. We can be happy. 100%, and I've got some great book recommendations and great, there's so many of them, but read these books. Number one, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. When you, when you read that book, when you finish reading it, you're going to want to run through a freaking brick wall. Uh, another one, Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which really talks about, all right, there's a wall in front of you. A lot of people are going to be like, I can't get over that wall. Well, really, you have to get over it, under it, around it. However it can be, the obstacle becomes the way. It's one of my favorite books ever. It's based on Stoic philosophy. 
You've got Shoe Dog, the story of Phil Knight and Nike. For anyone who has read that or knows the story, it's just incredible. Uh, we have Living with a Seal by Jesse Itzler, which is ironically enough about when he lived with David Goggins. And if you read Can't Hurt Me First and then you read Living with a Seal Second, you'll be like, oh my God. Um, the next one, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilnick. This is on my absolute must-read book list. Jocko is the most badass of badass Navy SEALs ever. He's a good follow on social media. He is grit personified. And then last one, Rock Bottom to Rock Star by Ryan Blair. And it's a great uh, example of his story of how he was at the bottom and then how he rose back up to the top. And I think when you want to build grit or learn about it, seeing others who have done it is great inspiration for you to say, why do I want to do this? Because if others can do it, so can I. Yeah. You know, there's an, actually another, those are great, great books. There's another book that I want to recommend that actually is called Grit. Um, it, it's Grit, the passion, uh, um, pa Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. Um, it really just boils down, it breaks down the science. So it's not about a particular story or examples of how grit actually played into uh, success. It actually, she really dives into uh, the science behind it. And um, it's an amazing book. And this is where I, I really kind of picked up on that, um, you know, that passion uh, or that grit is the intersection of purpose and passion. You know, in the book, she even says that that, that grit is a better indicator for long-term success than intelligence and so um can you know can you have an insane amount of grit without being scholastically the smartest person in the room for sure for sure and she goes on to explain why and so i think it's a great book for anybody that's really trying to understand the science behind it and understand maybe a little bit better idea of how to exercise the idea of finding purpose and better understanding your passions. So now let's get to the takeaways and action items. Mm -hmm. And I've actually got two. One, if you want to work on grit, then I highly recommend checking out Andy Frisella's 75 Hard Mental Toughness Program. You can check it out, 75hard.com. I did it. It was one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. And in 75 days, you'll become the best version of yourself and you will learn grit and you will earn your confidence. And then number two, remember, get comfortable being uncomfortable. I want you to always have that in your mind. If you want to work on grit, get comfortable being uncomfortable and go and seek out one thing this week that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be physical. It can be anything. So you want to start looking for those moments in your life where you're like, wow, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. That should become a red flag to say, hey, wait a second. What if I move forward and do this and start working on my grit? Arturo, what about you? Action item or takeaway? Yeah, this is more of an action item. I, I, would, I would tell people that, um, one, if you already have a, a true understanding of what your purpose is, and again, it, the depth of that question is immense. It's, it's you are basically, this is what would be written on your headstone, right? that you were put here to do this. And so hopefully you get a chance in your lifetime to actually do what you were meant to be doing. And so um, I think that, that, that a lot of people um, find challenges in life to, to become happy or to find the career that they love or to just get on track to having a happy and fulfilled life because they never answer that question. 
I think the exercise is, is write down your passions. Okay. Understand what those are. Um, and it can be, there's a variety of things. It's okay. We don't need to, we don't have one passion. We have many passions and that's a beautiful thing about life, but there really should only be one purpose. And so, um, I would tell people to really try to devise, uh, a personal mantra, a mission statement, a, a, a purpose, you know, and, and try to work that out. And that takes hours. It could take days. It could take months. It could take, you know, however long it takes. It's an exercise that I think is, um, is a wonderful thing because it's the gut check that you need to do before you embark on anything. And, you know, th there's, there's, argue this could have arguably been discussed in episode one in terms of working on yourself and really developing yourself it has to you have to answer certain questions about who you are in order to go to the next stage and so my um my ask would be to for people to try to do that to really kind of lay this stuff down write it down and oh, is there so much goodness in this episode? And we really want to hear from you about this. Did anything we say resonate with you? Or did you take action? If so, send us your purpose. Let us know how this positively affected your life. And if you enjoyed this episode, you know what? What would really help us to grow this community and to help others? Go on iTunes and give us a rating and review. Subscribe and let us know what you think about the show. Give us your candid feedback because it is the number one thing that can help us grow. And it's just a small thing that you can do to practice some gratitude for Arturo and myself to help us grow this so that we can spread more happiness and grit and love to others. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? You know what? The best place to connect with me is going to be on LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And on my end, you can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy, but LinkedIn and Instagram are the best ones.